0: Uh, We've been, I started not last week because we were in revival services and had um, Pastor Aaron here through the week. Did you guys enjoy that? It's good services. I know many of you got uh, words from the Lord. Many of you were touched spiritually. And uh, I would just encourage you to write those things down and stand on those words, stand on the things, the promises that God has given to you. But the week before we started a a new series, Thy Kingdom Come. And so we're going to be in this for a little bit of time. Thy Kingdom Come. And I want you to turn to Matthew 6 for our opening scripture. Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for just your anointing. That it's already touching people's lives. And we thank you, Father, that your word was sent to heal diseases. Your word was sent to break people free. Your word was sent, Father, that your word is the gospel. And we thank you for the power of the gospel because it brings us into salvation. It brings us into truth and into knowledge and understanding. So we declare that over our lives this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Matthew 6. Verse 9. And, of course, the disciples had asked uh, Jesus, teach us how to pray. And so this was a model that he was giving them. But there's this specific uh, part in the beginning. It says, in this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Verse 10. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, do you think he meant that? Yeah. Yeah. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven your kingdom come he was telling god the father your kingdom because his kingdom is a different kingdom it's not the same as this world he was saying father let your kingdom come on this earth let things be done on earth as it is done in heaven he didn't say your kingdom will come there someday and then we'll see what it's like and then we'll live in your kingdom and and your way will be done He didn't say it to someday. He said, let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's a now statement. That's a present statement. And so really what we're getting into is the fact that Jesus is saying, let your kingdom come now. Let your will be done now. Well, how is that going to be done? He's not walking the earth, is he? He's not walking the earth at this moment. But he has set his Holy Spirit inside each person that receives him as Lord and Savior. And so how does this get done? Just go ahead and raise your right hand. That's right. By you. By me. Each one of us. So, how do we enter into the things of God? How do we enter into His kingdom? How do these kingdom principles begin to be activated on this earth? Well, we're going to go through uh, three things today in entering the kingdom of God. And the first one, uh, you probably be able to to guess, and it's believe. And confess, believe, and confess. There's three things here. Believe and confess is the first one, and of course, I want to read out of uh, Romans ten nine. It's a very common statement for or verse for many that's here because we we go over this a lot. Romans ten nine says, "If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus." and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And verse 13 says, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there's a, a first, entering into his kingdom first requires being born again, or believing and confessing. Believing and confessing. We believe in the heart and confess with the mouth. And of course, that's just the beginning. You often hear us say out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Because whatever we fill it up with, that's what's going to come out. So if you listen to yourself talk and you hear what you're saying, it's going to give you a great indicator of what you're filling your mind up with, what you're filling your heart up with. And Many times we just get so used to saying things that we don't even realize what's coming out of our mouth, and we really have to stop and think, what is coming out of my mouth? Does it line up with God's word? Is it coming from a place of purity? Is heaven in my heart, or am I just repeating a bunch of things that I've heard other people say? And so believing and confessing, we come into the kingdom by believing in our heart. We hear the gospel being preached, and then we believe who had the, the blood of the lamb over their homes. And so he passed over them and set them free from their bondage and captivity. But then what? Was that the end of the story? Yay, you guys are set free. That's it now. No. They were brought out of that. And God had so much more for them. But the problem was they didn't enter into their promises because of unbelief. And so there was this time of 40 years in the wilderness that a journey that should have taken about two weeks took 40 years. Not because they were lost, they knew the way. It wasn't like, they. well, is it this way? It, well, you know, we passed by this tree four times now. It wasn't because they were lost. It was because of unbelief that the Lord didn't continue to bring them in. Because the very thing that they saw, they instead of seeing a victory in it, they saw a defeat in it. Instead of seeing their future, they saw their death. And so they they didn't enter into the promises. This is the story of many, many people today. I, I name Jesus as the Lord of my life. I, I confess him. I believe in Jesus. Yeah, I believe that he died on the cross. I believe that his blood covers my life. And then and I believe him as Lord over my life. And then I stop. I stop right there. But I'm telling you, there's so much more, and God wants to take you deeper. He's got so much more for you, and this is the concept of thy kingdom come. His kingdom living on the inside of you, manifesting on the outside of you. Living from a place where it's not about, uh, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's, it's about living in a place where you're bringing, a, bringing it out of the inside of you because his kingdom lives there. Everything you need is on the inside of you. And so we pull the kingdom principles out and we apply them and put them to work. And we begin to speak them over our situations. And then the manifestation begins to come. So it's not because we're trying to run around putting things in place in the physical. It's all done in the spiritual. Our spiritual walk has to increase in order to change our outside circumstances. So number one, entering into the kingdom you have to believe and confess. Number 2, the second part is repent of sin and rebellion. Well, I thought that was part of number 1. No, not really. Because believing and confessing Jesus that he died for you, that he was sent to to wash you, to cleanse you, to make you free from bondage, but it doesn't mean that our mindsets are necessarily changed. Our spirit has been born again, but our mindset hasn't changed. In fact, turn over to uh, the book of John, John chapter 3. And while you're finishing turning there, we've went through what it means to repent. And it's not just saying sorry. Repenting is not just another, oh, I'm sorry for that. Oh, I'm sorry. Repenting is to change the mind to line up with God's mind, to line up with God's ways. In fact, repentance isn't even necessarily an emotion. And many times we'll base repentance off the fact of whether or not I'm, you know, feeling it. Well, you know, I'm not crying, because, so I must not be repentant. Or, you know, I'm not feeling that, so I must, no, it has nothing to do with an emotion. It has nothing to do with a feeling. It has to do with a heart decision on whether or not I choose, because that's really what making him Lord of your life really truly means, is to truly make him your master and your Lord. Because a lot of people, they want all the benefits. It's kind of like there's a lot of people that want to come into America because of the benefits, because they see opportunity here. But they want to come in in an illegal way. They want to come in and not pass the test. They want to come in and not go through the right protocol to enter into this country. But there's only one way into the kingdom of God. And that is by naming him Lord and Savior. And if he is Lord, then that means we bow our knee to his ways and we call his ways our ways. It's not saying I believe in Jesus Christ, but I get to have my own opinion. I believe in Jesus Christ, but, you know, I'll determine what I think is right or wrong. By calling him Lord means that this now becomes my new study book. This now becomes my new set of guidelines. Someone can't come into our country and then just determine how they want to live. They, When they come in, if they break the law, then they're going to end up dealing with the consequences, right? If someone comes into your home and they break in, hopefully you're going to deal with them, and they're going to deal with the consequence truth. And you shod your feet with the gospel of peace. And you take up the sword of the word of God. And you pray in the spirit without ceasing. And then when you have done all, you stand. He didn't say put it all on and then immediately you're going to see this thing come to pass. And then if you don't, then lay all your armor back down and and say I'm defeated. No, he says when you've done all, then you stand. And you stand. And you stand. And you stand. Because his word says that if I ask anything in his name, Then it shall be done. So I choose to believe the word of the Lord. Receive the kingdom of God. That means if he said it, he meant it. And we can't choose to to live in our own self governing ways because it'll never work. But when we give ourselves wholeheartedly, not halfway, well, I gave this and this. Do you notice that Jesus always, you can go ahead and stand. You notice that Jesus always attacked the, uh, the very thing that, that a person clung to? It, it wasn't like he had a system or a formula that when people came to him, Jesus, I want to follow you. And he said, okay, you know, here's the application. Fill this out. And then, you know, get it back to me. And then do A, B, and C, and, and then you'll be in. He didn't say that. Because he knew people's heart. And with one, he said, okay, go and sell everything that you have. Give it all to the poor and come and follow me. And the guy was like, man, didn't think it was going to be that. Man, that's difficult. But another guy, he says, oh, go leave your family. Because that guy, maybe it would have been easy for him to give all of his possessions. But the family thing, that's where I'm hooked to. God's not saying ditch, ditch your family and, and everybody needs to run from their family. What he's saying is the very thing that you hold higher than God, he's going to ask for you to give it to him. Because what he was saying is I want all of you. And he would just <laughs> go, go straight to the anchor. It it wasn't even like he worked his way down. It was like, will you give me this thing right here that's got you so anchored in the world or got you so anchored that this one thing will keep you away from me? Will you give me that? Will you be all in? Will you count the cost? And he wasn't saying that I'm not going to release these things back to you. But he wants to know, do I have all of you? Do I have your whole heart? Will you be willing to change? Will you be willing to be molded? Or do you just want a title? Do you just want the the fame of following me and seeing all the signs and wonders? Are you just chasing that? Are you going to change on the inside? Because to see true kingdom flow out of our lives, that's where we've got to be that I'm all in, that I hold nothing back. And God, changed my understanding to fit your ways. Amen? Did you guys get something today? Thy kingdom come. Each one of you has the ability to manifest the kingdom of God into your realm, into your world. God didn't put you here. To have no influence he has a plan for you and it does begin with coming into his kingdom and then it begins with ordering our world personally we got to get those things in in place where we order our world that's really the first the first step that it takes because we can't grow in 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 our level of influence in any realm whether it's ministry or whether it's out in the in the field out in the secular world if we're not managing ourselves so it, he works with us personally on things and then he grows us to be more influential where we're at but the more we change our mindset and the more we're in the faster it happens and the more we begin to see his kingdom manifesting out of our lives why don't you go ahead and bow your heads Father, I thank you for your kingdom. I thank you, Father, that you have given us your word. It gives us understanding. It gives us revelation. In fact, it sets us free. Father, I'm so thankful you didn't just call us just to the first step. But, Lord, you've given us so much. Everything that the kingdom has, you tell us to run with it. I pray today that even as we've gone through these areas, Father, that there truly is a turning, a heart of repentance, and a desire to receive your kingdom in our lives.